Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Ned, pretty excited to say that I uh, solved a problem for myself the other day that normally a mechanic would have to be involved in. Was it brake lines? How did you it's get nothing, into that? It's nothing yeah. vital to the, the steering wheel. To the function <laughs> of the, the actual mechanics of yeah, the car. Okay. But it is vital. It's definitely vital. And it's something I would get pulled over for if I didn't have it fixed. My left headlight was completely gone. Okay, the front, like front or back? Well, I guess front. not really headlight yep. if it's at the back. But yeah, okay, right, all right. Yep, so front headlight, the left side, the driver's side, completely, sorry, the right side, I guess that would make it. It's completely gone. It was completely gone. Mm. So I was sort of looking through one eye for a while there. Yeah, not good. I'm glad you, well, it sounds like it's fixed now, but I'm glad that you got it fixed before this morning. That would have been real oh, today would have been a real, real tough ask. Okay, um, so how did you fix it? Well, did you like rewire stuff? For some reason, I had assumed that my whole little headlight bus has to come out of the front of the car. Yeah. Like the little thing that it's all. But no, you pull the little cord out the back. There's a little protective case. Unscrew the case, pull the cord out, pull the bulb out, reposition the new bulb, put the cord back on, put the casing back on. Done. Yeah. Took me an hour, but done. Still. I will I'm say impressed. that is. I actually am impressed. Thank you very much, mate. It's a job I would normally have to ask a mechanic to help me do. Sort of job that if you said, "Hey, guess what I did yesterday?" Without this preamble, if you're like, "Hey, yeah," or if I just came in, I was like, "How's your day yesterday?" And you're like, "Yeah, I just um, fixed the tire, like the headlight on one of my cars." And then I just went and got some food. I wouldn't believe you. I'd be like, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't." But because yeah. you presented it to me like you were impressed, now I do believe you. It was, and it was so difficult, like to get my hand underneath the yeah, thing, it's like, quite to get small, it into the place that it needs to go. Yeah, I think I actually hurt my wrist doing it. But the point is, mm. it's done. And I have new headlights, and I've replaced both of them at the same time. Yeah, so that good they job. Both last basically the same amount of time. And I will say, you're not necessarily. Uh, well, no, not necessarily. You're not at all a car guy. No. But I will say, you also taught me how to change a tire. I remember yeah. we had to do that once, and I learned from you. I was like, was oh yeah, cool. One We're of those great. odd jobs that I just know how to do. Yeah, maybe you should become a mechanic. I would recommend heavily in the brakes it. and stuff yeah, like that are yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going to fall down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> any electronics. There's a rattle. Stuff. I'll be like, I can hear it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> there sure is. Yeah. I'll I put, don't know what to do about that, yeah. but yeah. I'll tape something up and see if that helps. 131060. I'd love to know this morning what's a job you've done yourself recently that you normally would have to ask for help for mm. and you're just stoked? Mm. Are you just stoked this morning? Did you do something completely on your own? Oh, it's not for a while, but I did it when I left my old apartment. I, like, um, steamed the carpets. Instead of, like, going and getting someone to do it, oh, you, you can yourself. rent them. You can just, like, rent them from Bunnings or whatever. Can you really? Yep. And I did it. And it looked fantastic. Oh, and, and mate. You know what? The only thing it did do, though, pissed me off about how much I've paid for steam cleaning in yeah, the past. I'm like, we'll... this took me, like... Three hours. I've paid $150 bucks. in yeah. the past yeah. for time spent to install those headlights. Yeah. So you pay for the globes, yeah. which are like 60 bucks, and then you pay 150 like on top hours. of it. Yeah. yeah. I got rid of the 150 just like you, you got rid of the, yeah. Exactly right. I 13, love it. 13, 10, 60. Yeah. What's a job you've just done yourself recently that you're low-key stoked on? Let's give you a bit of an appreciation also, this morning. Do you want to hear stories of when it's backfired as well as a cautionary tale, or do you want to just positive to this morning? I'm at, I'll leave it up to you. Oh, if you try to do it yourself, do. of yeah. course I want to hear when it's like gone bad. Like if you bad. tried to change your headlight and then the headlight fell out yeah. under your car, of course yeah. I want to hear when these stories okay, have gone good. bad. <laughs> but I also just want positivity this morning. So you know, what? let's so aim for positivity. Call with whatever we'll you take got. Whatever. Call with whatever you got. <laughs> but right now, Ned, I changed the headlights on my car. I was very proud of myself. Exactly right. Something you'd usually go to a mechanic for, but you managed to nail it yourself. We wanted on thirteen ten sixty. What did you just do yourself? What did you nail yourself? What on job did you nail yourself? Actually, just very proud of yourself. That's. 
really all we're calling for this morning. Anne's on the line from McKellar. How are you, Anne? I'm great, guys. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank well, you, Anne. Anne. Now, what did you say to yourself? It's a little foggy, though. What's oh, happening? my God. Oh, what is Anne. going on with the where fog? Are you, where are you at the moment, Anne? Well, I'm in McKellar, but I'm, you know what? I'm on the way to a job that I think you may have been able to help me with fixing the horn in my daughter's car. I've tried that. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But I have another thing that did. What? What is it? Well, I regrounded the shower. Oh, and wow. That was so annoying. That is so fantastic. annoying. Is what it was, hard? What was the hardest part about it? Yeah. Well, scraping it all out. Yeah. And, you know, mind you, like, you know, I like to look at mould. So mm-hmm. scraping it all out and then, you know, getting it smooth enough and everything. And I said, I don't know. But I, I think I did a good job. It's not leaking. What good work? What made work. you... I mean, it's a good start. And what made you think that you could do it in the first place? Were you just like, eh, I've seen this enough. It's just like putty and gaps. I've, I've played with Play-Doh before. <laughs> no disrespect to any plumbers or grounders well, out there. I was married to a plumber for 18 years. Oh, there you go. That's <laughs> probably experience. I kind of went to myself, you know what, it's, this stuff is not that hard. <laughs> Anne's words, not ours. <laughs> even though I agree. <laughs> Matt's on the line from Kunkarlan. Matt, how are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, Very well, you, thanks, Matt. Matt. What, did, uh, what did you try to give yourself uh, a, a bit of a saving on cash doing on your own? So uh, last night, my, my car horn stopped working. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I could fix it, just a bit of wires are replaced. Mm. And I thought it was all good this morning. I turned on my car and my car horn was blaring. It wouldn't, wouldn't turn wouldn't off. Wouldn't turn off? Oh, my God. <laughs> did it turn off when you turned your car off, Matt? Uh, yes, yes, it did. But for about 30 seconds, I couldn't oh, figure out no. what was going oh. What time did you go out there, Matt? What time were you out at your car? Uh, 6 a.m. Just a, yeah, that's a beautiful good morning to Sounds the neighbours. Like someone's getting evicted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ned, welcome into humble pie territory. Yeah, the bakery. The bakery that no one ever wants to enter. The bakery that serves humble pie. About to be a bit of uh, yolk on my face, I feel mm. like. Um, not exactly ideal. Look, last year I was, I've been oh, what is pretty... It? Is it a chicken farm or is it a bakery? What are we doing? Well, I mean, yolk on like the face or are we... Chicken pies? Let's stick can, with the analogy, all right? Pies. All right, whatever. Anyway, uh, last year, late last year, I made a, I made a pretty are clear... Are we to welcome producer Michael before we keep going? Oh, we so, can. Yeah. He's here. You can? <laughs> I will. And hey, I did Producer it. Michael, <laughs> how are you, mate? I feel like very unwanted at this point. No, you're anyway. very wanted by yeah, me. Well, okay, that's a change of tune from about five minutes ago, but that's fine. That was off air. Um, I was pretty... <laughs> and it was a joke. Yeah. I was pretty vocal about my mm-hmm. disdain for producer Mike. I Sorry, I mean Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah. Avatar. Yeah, the Avatar, I think it's super overrated. It's just Fern Gully slash Dances with Wolves slash Princess Mononoke slash a million other movies, but Blue, I yep. suppose. And with very impressive special effects. Very impressive special effects. I remember in 2009 I watched I went to watch like three times because all oh, my friends The only other thing it probably it. doesn't have in common with the movies you just listed is it is the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a little caveat yeah. that it has that no other movie has. But I was like, it's overrated. People need to get over it. It's cool. It looks fine. And I, I was totally with you. Yeah. I, and I am totally with you. I agree. The first Avatar, in terms of its story, it's and whatever. I'll go as far as to say is in terms of its acting, whatever. It's fine. It's pretty it's, it's bland. It's not the best movie of all time. Now, The Way of the Water, the sequel, was coming out, and I, everyone was saying, well, James Cameron himself was saying, this needs to essentially be the third highest grossing movie of all time for me to break even. Yep. It needs to make over $2 billion. I came on the show, made, or we all made predictions. I was very adamant about mine. All right, well, let's have a listen to what Ned said. This was the end of last year, his prediction for Avatar 2. <laughs> let's lock in some predictions. This is the second last show of the year. We can go away and come back. I think it'll make... Above one, but beneath 1.5 billion. 
Not so much as Avatar has just very comprehensively crossed the two billion, two billion, two billion dollar mark at the In box office. In terms of movies, uh, 2.024 billion dollars. The sixth highest grossing movie of all time. There you go. Okay. It also makes, which is kind of cool, it's a cool stat, as much as it brings me much pain to say, uh, James Cameron is the only director ever in history to have three movies that have grossed over $2 billion. There you go. Probably the only director who ever will have that as well, I'd imagine. Quick question. Mike, do you remember what your prediction was? Because I vaguely remember mine. I vaguely remember mine at the end of last year. I have a vague recollection, but I don't remember the exact verbiage. Well, that's good news because we have it here. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it will land itself in the top 10 highest grossing films of all time, Mm -hmm. but it won't get close to the top two. So you far, know what? So That's far. not far off. But the only thing I will say is I'll retract that and give you a because it is on track to probably get there. Like yeah. if it's already it's still, made two billion, it's only been out for like a month, uh-huh. and it's it'll still be eight hundred million dollars away, from and it'll be in cinemas for another two months. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going it, to get. In terms there. of things it needs to do now, this is like essentially this is the easy part yeah, of the race. You yeah. have, in terms of a triathlon, you are on the downhill on yeah. your bike. Mm-hmm. The wind is hitting your back. You are good to go. In terms of being an Iron Man movie, yeah. this is the cover shoot for the Nutrigrain box. This is the easy part. This is just it's it, pay, it pains <laughs> me. To Did say you just combine like Iron Man the character with Iron no, Man the Iron race? Man, triathlon. But you said an Iron Man movie. It's <laughs> yeah, if it's going to be like actually that was confusing. This movie's I mean. called Iron Man. I thought you were going to say it's going to be like a movie making an Iron Man effort. You made a prediction. Let's not get too far away from what we actually. Talking I don't about. remember what mine was. Let's I don't remember so, so what far, my pred- I'm, prediction I've was. I've been more wrong than. Michael, but okay. Michael was still wrong. Okay. I think Avatar 2 is going to be very successful and I think Avatar 3 is going to be a debacle. I think people will go and see us out of curiosity and then the third one will be. So yeah. I think maybe, I'm going with this might be like a 1.6, 1.7 billion dollars. Still off. It's still off. But it's close. But up. it was the logic of it. It's pretty... Yeah. I actually stick with that logic. Yeah, because it, isn't it like they're, they're bringing it out soon, isn't aren't they, the, the next one? I think one. the next one comes out maybe I think they next filmed year. them back to back, like the Lord of the Rings. So I guess... Have you seen it? No. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. No. Yeah, I don't. I have no need to see it. So I'm the only one in this room that has seen the second Avatar. Why did you see it? You have have no interest in it. Mate, after an incredibly sore bladder and three hours of watching not a lot, apart from, I will say, amazing special effects, but once again, just a story where I was like, you could have lobbed an hour and a half off of that, and that would not have cost me anything but my bladder would feel better. I have got to ask... The same question of myself. What was I doing? Why did I go and watch it? Josh, something that wasn't a speedy recovery is a couple who lost their bags uh, on a flight that... Am I allowed to say the brand? Probably don't. Because what they did was pretty bad. No, I think you can probably do it because it's a news story. I'm just I'm yeah, telling read the, people, read the news okay. story. Yeah. So a couple who was from Ontario in Canada uh, were flying on Air Canada and lost their bags. Now they did what you've done recently, which I actually think is a really smart idea, and they had air tags on their bags. Yeah. So even though the, uh, the the like the airline lost them, they still knew where they were, and so they're like, all right, great. They messaged them and they were like, hey, just need uh, our bags back. And Air Canada were like, yep, we'll get onto it. No worries. They even were probably able to tell them where they were. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, we can tell that they're still in like uh, Toronto, I think, because they were flying to Greece from Toronto. So they're like, they're still in Toronto. You just need to get them for us. They were like, yep, great. No worries. 
they waited there for months and months and months, and they were watching on the air tag this thing be like moved around, the bags be moved around and stuff. Yeah, right. And they imagined this couple were like, well, I think that they've sent them to like a storage container facility complex, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. where they keep all the bags until they can figure out how they're going to ship them back. Because it did say that they say that they were like pretty under the pump. Four months later. This couple is like, all right, enough. Like, this is crazy. What the hell is going on? Let's just go and get our bags. We know exactly where they are. We'll just go down to this storage container facility. No worries. Go pick it up. Get the police because they're like, well, we need to go and get our bags and stuff. Um, Find out that the airline actually donated their luggage to charity. (laughs) And they'd been handed on to another family. Yeah. So, like, when they'd moved around, instead of being moving to shipping mm. containers, they got moved to a charity. Yeah. And they got bought by a family, and then they moved it from two different houses. Be like a very low key version of like storage wars. Yeah, like, you it don't, really you is. just buy a suitcase, Luggage not a storage wars. container. Yeah. You buy a suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's in it? Exactly. I, um, no, this is, I feel bad for, sometimes I feel bad for ginormous companies yeah. because this is obviously just an error. And this is like they've gone. Well, this, these bags have been sitting here for six months, not That's six exactly weeks, right. and so they've donated them, thinking no one's coming to get them. Yeah, this is what this is why this is what's so annoying about the world of this sort of stuff at the moment. Because when you have to call someone, you know you're going to have to call a company like three or four times until yeah. you get someone who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, and it's like it's because they're all the staff are new. They're all learning the systems. Exactly right. It's because every company in the world laid off everyone during COVID. Yeah. So you've got, you know, you're going to have to call three or four times to get someone who's been there for more than six months. Exactly. So you just be like, what the hell's going on? Like, and they're oh, like, oh, don't we don't Sorry. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the third, you know, one of three people here actually knows what's going on. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. It, it just, just sounds like a massive mix-up. Yeah. A massive mix-up. This has resulted in a hilariously unfortunate moment for this new family. They've done nothing wrong. <laughs> well, now they're just losing a bunch of luggage. Yeah. That seems like it sucks for them. It really does. I, uh, I think that I, I think you get to fly first class after this. Oh, I think that sure. the, I think the airline gets to put you right, and pretty much as close to the cabin as you can be. You matter of fact, if you would like to sit in the cabin, that's cockpit, fine. Yeah, 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 the yeah, cockpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess the cabin's the whole thing. The isn't whole it? point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty standard for yeah. sitting on planes. Yeah, you're allowed to be in the cabin. Yeah. They don't put you in the cargo hold usually. <laughs> Although in this case, maybe you want to sit next to your luggage. Yeah. Let me just, hold on to it. Just the whole keep way. an eye on it. <laughs> I got some great news for you. Um, have found a delightful story about a dog that um, is is unfortunately in the pound. Okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes that happens to dogs. Luckily enough, people come along and adopt them. So um, usually, I feel like there's someone. It's like you know how people say there's someone for everyone. Mm. Like I don't necessarily agree with that. I think mm. sometimes people aren't, but I think there's a dog for everyone. Well, and I think pound dogs are the exact thing. It's like you can go in and just see a dog, and you're like, you know what? You've connected with me for some reason, and he, you're it. He's like a English bulldog looking style situation. Okay. This dog, his name's Ralphie, and um, the RSPCA. Well, it's the SPCA. They are in Niagara County, so it's upstate New York, nearly yeah. Canada. Yeah, have taken a different tact and have said. Um, this dog is a jerk. Like, oh, so he, not sugarcoating it. He's the worst. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'll just read that's a little not, bit of it. Okay. Well, I, I've I've pulled up a I've put up a profile from the RSPCA here. Mm-hmm. If you would like to compare them, I don't know if you want to run it that way. I've just got what they usually say, and then do you want to do a comparison as to what they've said for what's his name? Yeah, yeah, uh, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah. I'll say, Bella is a delightful younger girl who's keen to show you just how affectionate she can be with those she knows. Bella appears to be quiet, settled, and when left alone, and is happy to just chill out while being distracted with something yummy. 
Okay, so lots of people, this is the quote from Ralphie's yeah. profile, lots of people withhold Ralphie's less than desirable traits, but we're going to tell you all about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, not good. He's a whole jerk, not <laughs> even half. Everything belongs to him. If you dare test his ability to possess the things, yeah. wrath will ensue. If you show a moment of weakness, prepare to be exploited. Yeah. Sounds fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the ideal for home, home for Ralphie is the mother of dragons. Yeah, okay, wow. So they're really not sugarcoating it. But I guess this is what you want. You don't want to get him home and be like, this is not the dog I thought I was going to get. No. So this is honestly pretty good. You know you're getting exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, this is, this is it's just brutal honesty that is causing such an internet firestorm that people are almost taking it like a challenge. People are now lining up to try and get Ralph. Well, this is what happens. When dogs become internet sensations, people mm-hmm. start going like, nah, this is... I can change this dog. I've like I've got the house, I've got the family, I've got the lifestyle to change this dog around. I've re- literally referred to him as a quote fire breathing demon. Yeah, that's not you're going over <laughs> the top. Looks I'll say adorable. Yeah, though, I will say because look, there's some on here. There's some dogs on the RSPCA here that obviously they need some help. It's like they're saying that like, hey, he's a skilled singer around other dogs to mm-hmm. start with. So like, so he barks a lot. That's essentially what they're saying. But they're putting it in a nice way, not just going like, this dog sucks and won't stop barking, and that's your problem. Whereas now. Ralphie's post literally says, we don't actually have too many nice things to say, <laughs> so we're just gonna come out with it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's what I want to say. Good tactic. I think it's so too. Working. It's clearly worked. It's working. And then you know whoever Ralphie's going to be adopted by are going to love him for who he is. They're going to know straight from the bat this dog's going to be hard work. He's going to get adopted by the commando from The Biggest Loser. <laughs> he's like, oh, I can change him. I'm going to change him. <laughs> There is uh, a few people online who have been posting about, like, uh, twins they went to school with and yep. some of the best and worst twin names they've seen. You've got twin sisters. I have twin sisters. You're our, re- you're our resident twin correspondent on this show. Exactly right. And I think that I, my sisters have pretty good names in terms of twins. They, have, they really do. They're, my sister's names are Ruby and Tilly, or yep. Matilda. Matilda, yep. Mm-hmm. Tilly. So Ruby and Tilly. They're similar sounding names while being different, yeah. which is also, I feel like, well, how you should treat twins. It's like, yeah, you sort of look the same, but you are different. So, Ruby and Matilda would have to be waltzing with yeah, joy at yeah, the uh, at how yeah. cool their names are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think they like that, but that's fine. You know, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're pretty good, but there's some people who are like, when I started reading these examples, I was like, oh my God, why are people doing this? This is awful. Yeah, okay. I think let's hear some of the names that you've sort of said. Okay, so here's... these names are not... You're also not saying these names are problems. I'm you're saying, saying when you name two twins. children the same, these yeah. names together. I'll say every single name I'm about to say, I enjoy as a name. But is as a part of the entities that I'm about to say them as, they make them awful. You know, when aunties and uncles are going to be saying them together all the time, yeah. or schools are going to be saying exactly. them together all the time, or yeah, okay. So uh, one of the worst ones I saw was Celine and Selena. That's too complicated. You're giving one letter difference. That is... That is, is that potentially surprise twins? Like you had one Maybe. name picked out and you, you went Celine or Selena. Just or so in love with Celine. Yeah. I love the name. If we're going to have a girl, it's going to be Celine. Then you have two and you're like, well, I still love the name. So let's just tweak it a little bit. I think this next one should be borderline illegal. Mm. Chris and Christopher. Because you have the same name. And he, yeah, Christopher's friends are all going to call him Chris. Chris. One of my best friends is Christopher, Chris, and he's yeah. never been Christopher. He's One of Chris. my best friends is Chris, and, yeah. oh, and is Christopher. The only, and Chris never... is, the only Chris that is Christopher is Christopher Moltisanti yeah, from The Sopranos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
every other Christopher is just Everyone Chris. is just Chris. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes he, even he's Chrissy. So, yeah. like, yeah. this is what I mean. It's too confusing. Here, I found some good ones, though, because because there's some good, there's also... Yeah, okay. there's some, some bad, good and bad. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Amy and Amanda. Oh, yeah, okay. Because they're, so like, similar, similar enough, yeah, yeah, but yeah. different. Sadie and Katie... Oh, that no, that's you think that's too much. No, that's too cutesy. But it's S A D I E and K A T I E. I get it. It's just too cutesy. I don't think they should rhyme. What about Phil and Lil? Oh, from the Rugrats. That's an exception. That's a good. That's a good boy girl one. That also is my point. They they're cartoon characters. Yeah, they can't name real people like a rhyming twin name. You don't like Phil and Lil as a real. I like Phil and Lil, but it's because they're cartoon characters. Well, and then I guess once I get older, it'd be Phil and it'd be Phil and Lily. What well, about well, Philly and Lily? Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't yeah, work. That can't be. Yeah, no. So it'd be Phil and Lily. What about Chloe and Zoe? Do you like that? Yeah, or is that on the again, line? Cartoon characters. Yeah, I you like can't Chloe and Zoe. Two children, yeah. rhyming names. This is probably something that's real for me because I know it's genetically in me that I my grandma is a twin. Her grandma is a twin. Could have twins. It'll, yeah. Actually, it won't be me. It'll be my grand. It'll be my Yours, grandkids kids. will be twins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. really, it's not my problem. I just get to enjoy having cute grandkids. But <laughs> my poor kids. Can't wait to meet Chloe and Zoe. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like Chloe and Zoe. It and sounds Phil like and a Lil. Disney Channel show. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it is the TikTok game. What you do, Canberra, is you get on the phone thirteen ten sixty right now. If you think that you can guess the time that is on the TikTok biscuit that I pulled out of this jar, now it's yellow icing. That much I can confirm. The rest is really up to you. I went too hard too quick, didn't I? I feel like this, I should have built it up more I than that. I think probably the music took you by surprise. It really freaked me out of the um, <laughs> And then you didn't really know what to do. Yeah. I think that's kind of what happened there, if I had to be honest. This is probably our hardest game. Oh, yeah. Surely our hardest game to get sponsored, am I right? Oh, for God's sake. Arnott's refused to even acknowledge this game. If you know Arnott's, um, don't write a complaint. Just write an inquiry. Just write an like, inquiry. Yeah, we don't want complaints. inquiries. Because they also could very much turn around and sue us because we've named a game after one of their products. So we don't want that. But if you'd like to write to them and just go, hey. What the hell? You, we know you've heard of the TikTok game. Get on board. Like Tom has done from Melbourne. Tom, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, good Tom. Tom. Now, Tom, what are you going to do with the rest of your day, mate? Are you going to be able to handle this if you get it correct? Oh, probably not. Yeah, yeah Tom. You this got somewhere is... you could lie down? You got? Are you sitting at least? Uh, hey? Are you sitting at least? Is there somewhere you can lie down if you get this correct? Oh, probably, hopefully. Yeah, well, I mean, the ground's always there, so <laughs> I just don't want you to pass out. Drop to your knees <laughs> if, you were, if you've managed to get this in one go. Yeah, like, yeah, like sure Shack Redemption. Tom, the time is now. What do you think it is? I reckon it's 9.40. Um, Tom? Yes? It's 3.30. Oh. Unfortunately not, Tom. But... Mm. I love the confidence. I like the fact that you were ready to get it right. It just unfortunately didn't pan out that way. And I also like that you have don't have to shatter your knees now. You can just remain standing yeah. while still being excited because you've got right. yourself some Sunset Cinema passes. Well done, Tom. All right. Yeah, fantastic, All right. mate. It is outdoor cinema season. You can visit sunsetcinema.com.au for the summer program on sale now. Actually, I'm in... Uh, oh, this, is all, this is very much an off-air conversation. Yeah, okay, good. Well, I look forward to having it. <laughs> Sucked in everyone else. <laughs> 
Josh, I uh, was thinking about the conversation we had yesterday where you and I and producer Michael were discussing Lazy Susans. Mm-hmm. Who's Michael Susan? wasn't in part of this. Oh, I thought he was no. here. I thought he was down here. I, he was here. He just, he just he wasn't a part of it. Wasn't a part of he it. He was a silent member of the, of the conversation. Now sit quietly in the corner. Uh, so we were talking about Lazy Susans. Who's Susan? Why is she lazy? Where did this come from? What's, where did you go? Cotton Eye Joe. I, uh, I think we eventually got down to his Thomas. Having an aneurysm? Maybe. Uh, it was Thomas Jefferson's daughter or something. Well, or that's wife. the rumor. Apparently Thomas Jefferson invented the Lazy Susan. He had yeah. a daughter named Susan and it was to help at the dinner table to get like condiments and stuff yeah. from one side to the other easier. Uh, I don't believe that. Yeah. And I suggested that perhaps we name it after Susan Boyle. Yeah. Not because she's lazy, but because she's more than you would expect. Yeah, you that just, was the whole like thing. The, so, like the so spinning she, nature of it. turn around the lazy Susan, much like Susan Boyle turned around everyone's expectations. Yeah, which I think is a bit of a stretch. But yeah, I think yeah. in 100 years, though, people <laughs> yeah. would just go, yeah, i buy that. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. whatever. Yeah, who's this last, uh, Susan Boyle lady? Let me check YouTube. Um, I have was thinking about it all yesterday. Today and I thought of another one that I was like, who's this? And I'll see if you know, and then we can maybe discuss on what it should be instead. Okay. I was thinking about people saying, which, I mean, you don't ever hear really, except from like really old people, but uh, when people say, for Pete's sake. Oh, who's Pete? Who's Pete? Yeah. Do you know? Do you actually? I would know? say it's St. Peter. Yes, yeah, correct. Okay. It's like it was a. He's an old people thing. It and, was a. Yeah. Mi- it's a mild substitute. This is what they yeah. say, and by they I mean the internet is they're saying it's a mild substitute for people who don't want to say for Christ's sake. Yeah, which I, I like that. Yeah. I actually like that. So it's for, a step down. Yeah, it's like, it's like we don't yeah, want to yeah. see JC, but we'll talk about the assistant manager, exactly the guy right. who guards the gates to heaven. If you don't want to say for God's sake yeah. or for Christ's sake, then you can just say for Pete's sake, and it's that's like okay for receptionist's sake. <laughs> He's the guy who sits at the pearly gates. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to talk to the guy inside. Yeah. I'm not that angry, yeah. but for Pete's sake. Yeah, for ticket holder's sake. <laughs> when Probably you come to the front. Some massively offensive stuff to about some Peter. I apologize. No, no, no. But well, this is it. So, in uh, an attempt to not offend anyone, who's another Peter we could name it off that would be a good reason? I feel like a good person to just have it named after Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. Who played Frank on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know he was always kind of grumpy. Like yeah. he was the dad on Everybody <laughs> yeah. Loves Raymond. So yeah. I think we say, oh, for Pete's sake, because you're angry. <laughs> yeah. And it's for Peter Boyle. What about Peter? That was off the top of my head, That was everybody. pretty good. That, I mean, I had no idea who it was. 14 minutes past six. Yeah. What Frank if, from Everybody Loves Raymond. I would not an easier Peter Pan. Why would you be angry at Peter Pan? No, you're not. But you're like, oh, for Pete's sake. Can oh, someone contain so yourself for Pete's sake? So he's, you don't want to upset Peter Pan. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. So contain I mean. yourself so Peter Pan doesn't lose he's his good. boyhood charm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Pete Davidson? Nah. Yeah, because then, but that's straight up Pete as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about we just change it Is to his like... name Peter Davidson, do you reckon? Would that... Can would, you please Google I that right do, now? I, yeah, will that affect how you see him? Yes. If his name is Peter Davidson. Peter, Peter Davidson. <laughs> It is, isn't His it? His name is Peter Michael Davidson. Of course it's Peter Davidson. Yeah, no one Peter knows his son, Pete. Hey, yeah. Pete. Peter Davidson. Apologies to all the Pete's out there that might be there. there. Oh, no, Pete's a great name. Actual Pete. Peter's a great name. I've got an uncle, Peter. Like, yeah. they're great names. He just doesn't suit Peter. He it does, makes him... But Pete Davidson is not Peter. He's yeah. Pete. Now and I'm having a look at him. He, it makes him seem lamer that his pe- name's Peter. Like, his mum would be like, Peter. God. On behalf of all the jealous men of the world, yeah. we needed something yeah. to make him seem lamer. <laughs> so there this we go, guys. <laughs> But right now, got some great news. If you're not backing yourself in the intelligence department, I've got some great news for you. Why don't you look um, like that? There is a boy yeah. who is three years old who has been accepted into Mensa. 
some men says like four geniuses, yep. like, yeah, genius IQ level, huge level yep. intellect. Like in in your um in your sort of pop culture world, people who are in Mensa, like Lisa Simpson and Malcolm in the Middle, could have been in Mensa. Yeah, and, like, I think he's in Mensa. That's the whole thing they're trying was, to say. That, like that's the kind of smart you need to be. Was Einstein in I think Mensa? Einstein was in Mensa. I think Stephen Hawking. Uh, that's that's your situation. That's who you're usually looking to, not a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. What's he done? Because it's like you need to, like, prove your IQ. You need to, like, do... Apparently, he can basically speak and read and has the word recognition of, like, an eight or a nine-year-old. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's like how they say... Well, I mean, I guess we're about to poo-poo this kid or maybe just Mensa, but it's like how ants... You know how people are like they're the strongest animal because they can lift like 50 times their body yeah. weight mm-hmm. and because they weigh one millionth of a gram. It's not that impressive. It's the same as this kid. It's like, yeah, well, I, guess what? I can read and write like, at a, uh, like a 20-year-old. So um, Pull the handbrake on that one, champion, because he can also count to 106 different languages. Yeah, I can't do He's that. three. Yeah, I can't do that. That's actually super impressive. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? That's actually rad. This kid is either going to peak so young... Or will rule yeah. us all one day. It's really, it's just the the jury's out. But one thing that is absolutely indisputable is there are a bunch of geniuses waking up this morning who have told people on first dates, who tell their friends yeah. that they were in Mensa, yeah. that now are in the company of a three year old. Yeah. So like, that <laughs> that to me. Pretty funny. Tickles a weird itch yeah. of like, yeah. So I was like, whenever I'm an actually mensa, would yeah. you believe? I'd be like, yeah, I would, because there's three year olds yeah. in there as is well. Is it your so. turn to look after the toddler, or is it someone else's? <laughs> Are you to- babysitting Judy? Is the toddler the chair yeah, this month? Is yeah. he in charge of what's happening? And or? can you count to 106 <laughs> languages, mate? There would be people in mensa <laughs> that can't count to 106 languages. Yeah. How that's got to be? Yeah, that's I'd good. leave. That's the real gut punch. If this three year old was ticking more boxes than I am, and mm. granted, he's three, so the bar said a lot. Lower. But if he was ticking more any more boxes than I was, I would leave. I'd be like, I'm not I'm not meant to material. I would be so nervous to meet the parents of this kid. Yeah. Because that I don't believe that happens by accident. I don't think a three year old knows how to count to 106 languages by accident. Well, I feel this like this kid is going to be so much like under, like, parents. Oh, yeah. under pressure like you would not believe. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, I think if you're three and you're already nailing it, that means that you have something, like you're maybe genetically smart. Mm. Because it's like, how do you even... Genetically smart. I think even if my parents sat me down in front of like just mm. a box that just taught me maths and writing and reading and everything when I was three, it wouldn't have taken. So I'm saying this kid is probably, there's something different about him. He's an expert you know, or something. I, I agree that it wouldn't have taken you sitting yeah, there in front of, quote, unquote, you. a box <laughs> yeah. to, work, to learn well, I don't math. want to say TV, because Well, no, happen. the other word probably would have been computer. Like, no. Just, no, there weren't computers when I was there was, was only kid. some kind of information <laughs> box that could have imparted wisdom into my brain. See, that that's been, what I mean. If only they'd done this, I wouldn't <laughs> know what computer was. <laughs> you would have known how to say the word uh, television. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't want to say TV, because that's what I did anyway. It just didn't teach me anything. <laughs> My uh, parents did go sit down in front of this and we'll just come and get us in six hours. Everyone's got that mate that claims to be in Mensa. And you know what? The greatest news is today... Now children are in it. Now three-year-olds are also in it. <laughs> there is a bit of a uh, debacle going on in Quebec, all right? Canada, I believe. Is that where Quebec is? A bit of a wreck in Quebec. A bit, there is a wreck in Quebec. Now, jury duty, I've never been called up for jury duty. Did uh, you? Can I just quickly, sorry, this is going to yeah. be only relevant if you're listening to the podcast or have been listening to the whole show so far this morning. Mm-hmm. Do you, on some Canadian news website this morning? I don't or, know. It's just you've got you, this about the third yeah. story from Canada. It's sort of happened involuntary, but it does seem like I've very much set this up. So planning a holiday? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm just looking up. I want to know what the news is in Canada. Yeah. But uh, no, well, what's happening is that like, 
You get summoned for jury duty. I don't even... I think one of my friends got summoned for it once. And I've been summoned for jury duty, but I'd moved home. Yeah. And um, I got a huge fine. Because I didn't did go. Because I didn't go. No, because I called and told them yeah. I'd moved, and I did actually update my electoral roll because that's what they base it on. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's our mistake." <laughs> it was like because it had been going for years. By the way, it was yeah. between two elections that I found this wow. out. It was like a three thousand dollar fine. They really don't yeah. mess around. They really do not mess around. Well, that's exactly what's happened to uh, a, this lady in Quebec. Her name's Marion. Uh, she's been summoned for st- uh, jury duty. Um, people, uh, and by people, I mean her family don't think that she should go because she's 99 years old. She actually okay. didn't show up. She yeah. got summoned and didn't show up, and that now is. they're threatening legal action. Like who, the, who the hell thinks that a yeah. computer system, because it's an automated computer system, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, should be sending 99-year-olds jury duty yeah. requests? Not because they can't. They're more wise than anyone. They've yeah. seen more life than anyone. I'm mm-hmm. saying they're probably actually... In, in terms of like a Yoda style situation, yeah. the perfect people to be on a jury, but they're also know. they're also quite old. Yeah. And what I would say about that is they don't deserve to spend what might be a considerable chunk of their last moments yeah. on Earth listening to somebody talk about tax fraud. I agree with the second part, but I also disagree with the first part. I don't think someone who is making I don't think you should get to make decisions on the law if when the year you were born was the first time magazine. That's when that came out. <laughs> Okay, if, maybe. If maybe. Warner Brothers were established the year you were born, okay. you don't, yeah. I think, get to decide. They're having their 100th anniversary this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first home game played at the original Yankee Stadium, home of the New York Yankees, was played the year you were born. I don't know if you are yeah, still in tune with society. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe you can go and ask for relationship advice. But maybe you shouldn't be on a she's, jury. Yeah, 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 probably yep. seen it all in terms of relationships. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of deciding the judicial system, I don't think we should be going to her anymore. But just some scumbag, right? Yeah. Who was in charge of the accounts at his at his business mm. and ripped them off to like the tune of 700 grand or whatever yeah, and yeah. now he's in court. And that's what Marion's spending yeah, exactly. three months of her last six months She's like, listening to. Like, I'd imagine because... Let ha- Marion not go and do that. She, she, shouldn't have to, she shouldn't have to do that. I think that if you go, like, if because you retire and then you'll have to come yeah. with an unanimous decision, surely Marion's just got to go back and go, I don't care. I do whatever, whatever. the rest of you do. Yeah. Whatever gets me out of this yeah. room and back with my great-grandchildren yeah. as quickly as possible, that's what I'm going for. Guess what, guys? The year I was born was when the Republic of Turkey was established. <laughs> so I don't want to be here. I have been around for a long time. I need to go home. I've got things I want to do. Fifth birthday to Maya and Malati, who are the Tigers at the National Zoo. Very, very cool. Yeah, Maya and Malati. Yeah. Five. Mm -hmm. What's that in dog? Not dog. What is that in tiger years? Don't know. How much is Is it the same as tiger year? Well, how long do tigers live for? The honor. Well. Of course this happened. It was no, just Chinese New Year. What do you think it says? Mm. I said, how much is a tiger year? Now, I'm telling says, you which year is the year of the tiger. The year of the tiger occurs every 12 course, years. Yeah, course, look, yes. that's on me. That's yeah, my that's bad. I, there's going to be no answer. It certainly is on you yeah. for not just saying happy birthday to the tigers and moving the hell on. This is why I don't do stuff live. like this because it just, you're oh like a goldfish. God. It just takes you down. A, a, how long do you think tigers live for? 35 years. <laughs> no way. Eight to ten. Wow. I don't know how long in captivity. So essentially it is 14 to 16 in captivity. probably like doggy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, birthday. Tigers. Very exciting. Anyway, Josh, something that's less exciting. Over in New Zealand, people are having a little bit of trouble with their letterboxes due to someone they have called. Are you ready? The Surfdale Sausager. 
Surfed our sausage. Yeah. There's an island off New Zealand, and residents there are opening their mailboxes to find that someone has put in sausage, cooked sausage, by the mm. way, in bread. And then also, because this person, this is what I mean, it's like we, there's a rogues gallery, which implies that they're doing criminal activity, but this person's also wrapping the sausages up in like a little, like, like a little That's napkin a or something. Well, like in a napkin. So it's like, it's like the grease isn't going onto like their mail or whatever. The Surfdale Sausager is just dropping random sausages in bread into mailboxes around. Yeah, right. People don't know who it is. It started God. in the summer of 2022, so it started probably about a year ago and it's been happening since. How bizarre. People are like, they shrugged it off initially as like maybe just a drunk passerby or like a mm. teenager just walking home. From like, they have Ugh. Bunnings in New Zealand, don't they? Yep. Yeah. Well, I'd say that very confidently. I have no idea, but I'm guessing yes, probably. I think they, yeah, so they, they must do sausage sizzles there too. Well, and they, but they do sausage sizzles, but people started thinking, it's like, oh, well, this must be just some drunk dude walking home. And mm. yeah, they very much do have Bunnings in New Zealand. So um, someone's doing that though. Somebody's, it's not someone taking from a sausage sizzle and just having a laugh. It's no. Somebody's purposely going out. Because they don't look like sausages you get in a sausage sizzle, they look like store bought sausages. The plot thickens. They don't know who it is. It keeps happening. Same sort of sausage, same source, same location. People try to figure out who the Surfdale sausager is. They can't. Probably set up a camera, I reckon. That's going to be pretty yeah, easy to work that out. It's like the same way as like you could probably easily find out who Batman is. Like yeah. If we're talking about real life. Yeah. Well, not Bank. Well, yeah, maybe we wouldn't be able to figure out who Batman is. Do you think if Batman existed, we would? how long do you think it would take for us to figure out who it is? With like, think about the internet now and like, was Orlando Bloom on a beach with, I don't know, yeah. Selena Gomez? It's like, well, and we're no, taking he's a engaged photo. To Katy Perry. Well, yeah. this was before but he was the, engaged The point to I'm trying to make to you is yes, I agree that you would be able to work out who Batman was pretty quickly. Oh, he's exposing half he's got his face. biometrics and all that sort of stuff. Now, you walk into an airport and they can work out. Interpol can work out when someone's yeah. somewhere. Although, I mean, I don't know if they can. Maybe that's just Jack Reacher. They do, and they're also just trying to scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you, I started thinking about this because this is obviously pretty innocent. It's, it's not freaking out these residents. They're it's just, just like, weird. It's just like causing a bit of a. But it is a. It's like a. It's, ro- an odd thing it's to a do. Batman villain in their town. What would you do that's not illegal at all to, like, just freak out residents of, like, the town? Just say you moved to a small town and when you were, like, 70, you got nothing on to do and to entertain yourself, you're going to do something not illegal but something that's weird like this that would be, like... I already know what like, it is. Okay, what? Do you remember in the 90s how everyone had those, like, with the long, the long satin silk, they were, like, porcelain clowns? Oh, yeah, I do remember them. Yeah. To my parents had something that But they were quite me. small. Yeah. I would just leave them places. That's borderline illegal, I think. Direct. To no, me, it is. It's just that yeah, scary to you. If I was in charge, you'd be sent to prison forever. It would amuse me, yeah. and uh, it doesn't hurt anybody. Tell you what I'd do. Hilarious. I'd get a door snake, like, you know, the door snakes, oh, yeah. the things, and just leave them on people's windshields, like on their windscreen oh, wipers. Oh, I like that. Freaky. Would you put, could I possibly interest you in putting googly eyes on them? Love it. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, Even better. People call me the window snaker. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Okay, well, I just thought of the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. What the hell's your problem? Michael just looked at me like I farted five centimetres away from his face. Sorry, the window snakers aren't up to your standards. Michael, I don't understand why you're getting on the high horse, mate. You've got to go buy a hot glue gun and some googly eyes. So I don't know what you're getting so chirpy about. <laughs> was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganas Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.